0: Since the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic, global health systems have been challenged like never before. As time and resources were directed towards responding to the virus, it was the dedication of healthcare workers that kept services running. Amongst the uncertainty, our hardworking Queensland clinicians have continued their pursuit of excellence, innovating and adapting the way they work to ensure consumers always receive the best care possible. To them, the pandemic was an opportunity to learn and grow and to ensure healthcare delivery continues to evolve to the ever-changing landscape. Because if we've learned anything from the last two years, it is that things will always change and our clinicians will always rise to the occasion. While alternative models of care aren't specific to the pandemic, it was a jumping off point for new ways of doing things. An unofficial mantra of clinical innovation is providing the right care, from the right person, at the right place and time. And these pioneering projects are leading the way in developing services with this in mind.
1: Hello everybody, I'm Chrissy. Nice to see you all today. I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Jagera land, where we meet, and also the Drumble people of Central Queensland. So I'm here to share with you an interventional telehealth model of care that we've commenced in Central Queensland. So in Central Queensland, the challenge was having specialist type services rapidly available to rural patients and ensuring rural sites have access to specialist services within the operating theatre environment. The aim was showing interventional telehealth utilisation to provide access to specialists is vital for rural facilities and ensuring rural sites have access to these special services within the theatre environment and also both promote and support the work of rural journalists in remote settings. The solution is combining telehealth technology with intuitive design and deliver the same uncompromising standard of care virtually. So Emerald is about 270 kilometres by road and 50 minutes by air. And the next tertiary services is 650 kilometres away or an hour and 20 by air. Emerald Hospital provides general surgical services and antenatal services, low risk birth and C-sections. They have always had access to obstetric and surgical services by telephone for backup support. Specialist services from Rockhampton Hospital provide outreach support to Emerald and have a great working relationship with the staff out at Emerald, which is awesome. Now, uh, Rockhampton services can video conference directly into Emerald Theatre. Rockhampton specialist services such as Surgical and OBS and can link directly into Emerald Theatre to provide life-saving assistance to patients and assist staff on the floor with urgent situations. So we can also include Retrieval Services Queensland or Near Rescue if required. This is bringing special services to the location of the patient like never before and provides a safer option for both patients and staff. Staff are not required to be urgently choppered to the side of the actual patient and the patient transfer can be organised within the uh, telehealth call if required. So the patient and staff experience. So I think... Now we've had about eight patients within the last 12 months that we've provided this service to. The patients that I've spoken to after the event are very happy with their experience and the knowledge that additional services were able to actually be provided in that emergency situation. The staff, um, the recipient site and both the provider site have embraced interventional emergency virtual theatre support with arms open. They're very happy with this. So, the equipment, as we can see in the images there, Emerald has a video conference unit with a camera on the wall and also a camera in the actual theatre light. And the provision of care is flexible as a specialist at like the provider site, the person being contacted, can utilise any suitable device, anything they've got, whether they're at home or work, on call, and uh, can video conference into the theatre as required. So the installation actually requires the theatre light to actually obviously have the ability to have the camera attached. The installation of the cabling through the theatre ceiling and walls and that to be then actually connected to the video conference unit and that to then connect to the Queensland Health video conferencing network to be seen at the other end. So there's quite a few moving parts there to actually connect. So we had to make sure we bring, brought in some um, electricians and cablers and telehealth techs and there was quite a few trips out to Emerald to get this achieved, which is obviously quite a tight process when you're dealing with the emergency theatre when they only have two theatres at Emerald. So the model of care is achievable with the equipment that we have available to us today. I know there's work going on with other more advanced, um, sophisticated equipment, 3D goggles, or various things like that to do actual virtual interventional care. However, we can actually start with what we have available to us today. So the video conference unit and the camera on the wall, the camera on the wall does pan, tilt, zoom. So you can see everyone in the room. You can see the observations of the patient. You can see what's going on from the, the bird's eye view approach. The actual camera in the handle of the theater light is more of a zoom and close-up ability, so you can actually see the patient's anatomy. We have used this equipment to assist a handful of clinical vents and provide life-saving assistance. So we've got a few examples later on that I'll talk about. So we have the lovely Dr. Nell New- uh, Newman. She's an SMR Obstetrics at Emerald, who's used it, and a few other doctors out at Emerald have used it, and they're very happy with it. And we have the Rocky team with Dr. David Hill, who's the Acting Clinical Director, and Dr. Theron Moodley, who's one of the consultants in Rockhampton. So the first patient we actually used the equipment on, the Emerald staff made the call. It was a very young woman who would just given birth to her second child. I think she was about 23 years old normal delivery, everything was great, she was really happy, there was a bit of bleeding and they thought she had decided on a water birth so took her out of the water and thought, "Okay, we need to keep an eye on this loss. The loss increased, they thought we'd better take this person to theatre. The loss increased further, blood pressure dropped, very large tear in the anatomy, lots of blood given, call was made. Obstetric team in Rockhampton were able to assist with finding the source of the bleeding. There was actually an artery that had popped, so this was now a life-saving emergency that we needed to get on top of. So in the middle of all of that, the staff were able to stop, look at the flowchart on the wall, which I'll go through in a minute, get help. The obstetrics team were able to support the staff on site who would have probably stopped a little bit earlier into the event. But with the help of the obstetrician, we're able to continue on and keep going with further steps. And then we're able to join in RSQ. So the RSQ doctor that we joined in um, happened to have anesthetic background as well. So was able to give advice for deep tissue anesthetics so we could actually wake the woman up so that she could have two hours of time with her baby before we actually shipped her out to Brisbane. The baby was not able to come with her, so that was very special time for her and her partner. The second patient was actually a C-section that was booked. Everything was going well. Patient screened, you know, prior to the procedure, and actually then commenced bleeding from an old scarring from a previous surgery all traditional methods were attempted to try and resolve that bleeding that was not able to be You know obtained at that time So they called for help and again that patient didn't actually need to leave Emerald at all was able to stay in Emerald and completely recover post-op with baby and With partner in Emerald so that was fantastic really challenging patient who had a very large tear from a normal delivery of her baby. It was actually hard to determine at the time whether she needed actually colorectal intervention as well. So, that was a really challenging example and we actually did find that we had a few problems with the camera, so it's definitely not perfect, the camera and setup. However, we were able to use it to show This is what we're dealing with. Do we have the ability to deal with that at Emerald? No, we actually need other services, so we need to move the patient. So we have our fantastic flowchart that's on the wall. I know it sounds really (laughs) stupid and simple to have a flowchart, but we have to remember an emergency situation. We want everyone to know what to do, when to do it, who to call not have to remember a phone number or a video conference number to tell the other end. We want everyone to be able to follow the situation. So this is as close to business as usual as possible, which is why it works so well. So we have a clear and precise process to flow, to follow Sorry, in a very st- stressful situation. And there may not be staff or all the staff on site may not actually be permanent staff of Emerald. So there might be locums and agency nurses and things like that. So this is very helpful for them. Enables any staff present in theatre to commence the virtual theatre support process. Both surgical and obstetric uh, support is outlined in the flowchart, as you can see. And the process was obviously a collaboration with all sides, which is what makes it work, I suppose. So the patient arrives in theatre, handover is completed, and um, the theatre team decide if additional support is required. Commence the flowchart if we do. And the the flowchart is actually laminated on on the theatre wall so it can be one cleaned and uh, visible for everyone. And there's also instructions, really, really clear, simple instructions of how to use the video conference unit and the remote, which is really important. So, lessons learnt. We had, uh, I think, very realistic um, expectations going into this. As the surgeon, as a clinician, as an obstetrician, you're used to being in the room, you're used to being hands-on, you're used to seeing, feeling, touching, all of those things. When we video conference, we have that taken away from us. So we have to use all of our other senses and our words, our sorts of questions, and try really hard to help the other end. So I think having a really realistic expectation going into this was, was very helpful, and the, all staff involved were very aware of that. So that was really great. So, a- access to special services during hours, as in normal day hours, and after hours is vital for rural facilities. Uh, equipment procurement during um, a pandemic, which we can officially say without over-dramatising or exaggerating that everyone in the entire world wanted this equipment, and so it was very hard to get a hold of. And uh, installation, obviously, was very challenging too during tra- pandemic times. There were technical challenges with specialist equipment as we were, you know, joining the lights and the the theatre equipment to the video conference unit. So we were sort of using that equipment outside of its scope to make it all work, which was a bit challenging. However, we've achieved it and it's working well. Patients were accepting of the model and were even happy to consent to the technology being trialled in non-emergent situations so that we could actually just test that the actual process worked, which was great. So uh, currently we're dealing with some challenges with the focusing of the camera, just some aperture settings and things like that. So we've gone back to the vendor and said, can you please help us with these sorts of things? So in summary, the use of the telehealth equipment and interventional type telehealth provides patients with equitable access to services and the best possible chance at the most appropriate outcome. This model also provides clinical support um, when it is required and an opportunity for interventional telehealth. So not just looking, actually helping with the doing. This model works because it's as business as usual. We're just actually adding in video conferencing as another layer of supports provision, ensuring patients have hands-on and eyes on them, which is fantastic. So this project would not have been possible without the hard work of Emerald... Staff and crew, the Director of Nursing, Claire Letts, who is absolutely amazing at her job and is leaving for another job, so we're very sad. Thank you very much to the Telehealth Support Unit, Matt and Dan Best, who's sitting in the audience. <laughs> um, uh, thank you very much for your help with all of the equipment and processes and things like that. And the Telehealth Technical Officers who helped install the Recampton OBS and Gani team and Executive for having the foresight that this is an absolutely progressive, intuitive model that we need to have in our hospital and health service. So the money for Rockhampton Emergency Theatre video conference has been approved and we're in the process of implementing that. So that will actually help Rockhampton Services video conference to tertiary and the trauma team in Brizzy, which is awesome. And we are hoping to expand this model then to other spoken hub sites like Gladstone and Biloela in central Queensland. Staff are really invested in this model and everyone can achieve this. So if you want any information or anything, and I'm on the site or the app, put your questions in. I'm happy to help. Thanks, everyone.
0: As always, thank you for listening to our podcast and taking the time to learn about the wonderful work of Queensland's frontline clinicians. To continue the conversation, head on over to Facebook and let us know of any pockets of excellence you think deserve to be showcased. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Clinical Excellence Queensland.